Thursday, 29th of February, 2024. Maybe today. For if I am an offender or have committed anything deserving of death, I do not object to dying. But if there is nothing in these things of which these men accuse me, no one can deliver me to them. I appeal to Caesar. Acts 25, 11. Paul just corrected Festus's request by noting that he stood before Caesar's judgment, where his judgment should take place. He also noted that he had done no wrong to the Jews. Therefore, it would be inappropriate for him to be sent to a judgment by the Jews. Continuing his words, he next says, For if I am an offender, or have committed anything deserving of death. Rather, he ties the two thoughts together. For, indeed, if I am an offender, and have committed anything deserving of death. It may be that he was an offender. That was the point of a trial. But the trial for such a thing did not belong to the Jews whom he had not wronged. Instead, Paul understood that if he had done something wrong within the confines of Roman law, that he would be judged and punished according to that law. If found an offender, he says, I do not object to dying. A citizen of Rome bore the responsibility of being Roman. They were to live according to the laws of Rome and uphold the principles, values, laws and statutes of Roman society. Those who offended were to be charged and punished in the manner set forth by the laws of Rome. That included the death penalty. He would comply with the law even if found guilty of a capital crime. However, he next says, But if there is nothing in these things of which these men accuse me, Paul's words are more succinct. If, however, there be none of which these accuse me. The charges were made by the Jews. He has demonstrated that their case has no merit because he did nothing that violated Roman law. But even if he did, they had no authority over such things. He was in the court of Rome. Therefore, it was completely unnecessary and unlawful to send him outside of that court for a trial. Thus, asking him to go to Jerusalem was a pointless venture. Therefore, he notes, no one can deliver me to them. The meaning of this is, no one can legally deliver me to them. Festus could have done so, but it would have been a violation of Paul's rights. If discovered, Festus would have to face the consequences of such a bold violation of Roman law. It is something he would not even consider. With this stated, Paul could have stopped and waited for a response from Festus, which certainly would have been after a consultation with his lawyer a note of feigned apology to Paul's accusers, and then a, you are free to go, to Paul. However, Paul still had the words of Jesus from Acts 23.11 in his ears, and he probably felt sure that by his next words, they would come to pass. And so, without waiting for Festus to give his response, he used his rights as a Roman citizen and said, I appeal to Caesar. This appeal, stated before the court with any witnesses in attendance, could not be denied. Making this appeal meant that Jesus' words would now come to pass. Paul would be sent to Rome. As a side note, this verse is one of the Bible's surest proofs that the death penalty of the Old Testament was never set aside in the New. Paul, the apostle of our church age doctrine, acknowledges that Rome had a right to execute people and that there was nothing contrary to Christian ethics that he could or would appeal to. If there were, it would be in one of his epistles. It is not. Paul takes it as the norm that the death penalty was acceptable and expected for crimes as determined by the government. 
Life application. It is always good to either know the law or have someone who knows the law represent you concerning legal matters. The way the laws of most nations are structured, one must tread carefully in such things. Even when someone has not committed an infraction and also has proper representation, those who sit in judgment are often completely flawed in their thinking. Judges are elected or appointed by politicians. Therefore, there is usually already a bias involved in how they will judge. Because politics is involved, some of the least astute people are appointed, all the way up to the highest courts in the land. In the United States, a recent appointment to the US Supreme Court could not provide a definition for what a woman is. This demonstrates either an amazingly flawed social and political bias or a level of mental retardation never before seen in this court. And yet, because of her gender, race and political persuasion, she was appointed to this highest court in the land. In other words, just because you have done nothing wrong, it does not mean that you will not be found guilty of a crime you did not commit. In such an instance, you may then appeal your sentence to a higher court. If they carry the same bias as the lower court, which is commonly the case, you may then appeal to the highest court in the land. As long as there are a sufficient number of truly impartial judges, you may have a chance of being exonerated. If not, and it is becoming more likely by the day, you may find yourself punished. As Christians are the most recent societal punching bags to be targeted, this can be expected more and more as the future unfolds. Be prepared for such a time. Lord God, we long for the day you come for your people. It is an unfair world and the wickedness in it is increasing daily. We know you will judge all wrongdoing, but until that day, be with your people as we face the onslaught of increasingly hostile governments against those who hold fast to your word. Amen. If I've done something wrong and the law says I must die, I do not ask to be saved from death. But if these charges are not true, then no one can give me to them. No, I want Caesar to hear my case. Acts 25 verse 11.